Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do not adjust your digital device. What you are about to see and hear may shock and appall you. Join our hosts as they encounter countless thrills, spills, chills, and hilarity as they explore the very weirdest in pop culture. The following media is so strange, so beyond the scope of what is normal, it will make you ask the question, why does this exist? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Okay. Now we're recording. Hello, everybody, <clears throat> and welcome to another episode of Wild Botch. <laughs> Botch. Sorry, I just had to clear my throat. <laughs> okay. All right, let me start it over. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Why Does This Exist? I'm Chris. And I'm Rob. And we're back and better than ever. Okay, maybe not, but <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since we've done a show. Um, we've taken a brief hiatus. No, we didn't tell any of you on social media. Why? Because we like to keep our lives private, as should you. Which, this would be a really great plug for VP- for NordVPN, except we don't have any sponsors, so I'm not even going to say anything about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Today we've got a great show. We're going to talk about a Nintendo 64 game about a little squirrel who curses all the damn time and kills teddy bears that are German. Don't ask. <laughs> make any sense. Not supposed to. It's Concord's bad for a day. Uh, but let's let's get on with what we usually do. Um, this is a show about the very weirdest in pop culture. Anything bizarre, whether it's past, present, future, you name it. Such as the monsters, which Rob Zombie's working on his movie of the monsters, which I'm really I didn't even know that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he's been working on. He's been like leaking little like things here and there. They started construction on the set a couple of weeks ago. Our thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Um, do they have um? Do they have like a cast yet or no? Um, I don't know. I think they have some people, but I'm not even totally sure. Um, he's shown like some concept art of the dresses and everything too, which is pretty neat. That's um, pretty cool. I, I just have a morbid curiosity because I'm just wondering if he's going to make it to Rob Zombie where like he, it might not be good if he does too much of his thing. But yeah. like, like if they just look weird, okay. And if it's just like shot in like with like the certain angles and lenses that he uses, all right, I can get behind that. Um, but if there's like you know if it gets like excessively like violent or like gory or anything, or if like the humor is is like under the radar and lowbrow, then like I'm not too sure if it'll work. Um, but we'll have to see. I feel like that like I feel like he, there could be a good balance, but I'm just wondering if he's actually gonna hit it. Um, I, I mean, I, I feel like Rob Zombie has, like, a really deep respect for, like, the old horror and, like, even, you know, like, the horror comedy, like, the monsters. So I think he, he could do it justice. Yeah, I think he um, could. I'm just wondering if he's going to go if he's gonna go too over the top. I don't... Yeah. Like, I could I mean going either way. I, I liked the Rob Zombie Halloween reboot. Like the, I never saw the second one, but the first one I thought was okay. I mean, obviously it wasn't as good as the original, but it wasn't bad. No, I liked the first one a lot too. Uh, I, I didn't see the second one, but the second one has been panned pretty badly. Um, but yes, uh, and his other his like his other movies, like his original movies, are like hit or miss. I mm-hmm. like them. I like some of them. Uh, I don't like all of them. Um. But I mean, those are his original things. You can you take it, you, you can take it or leave it. Uh, I mm-hmm. liked I liked the first Halloween. Um, can't say can't speak for the second, but a lot of folks don't seem to like that one. Um, but I, I I have high hopes for the monsters. I am gonna see it. I just I could just like I could see it. I I don't see a middle ground on this movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I'm, 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 I'm very curious to see what they do with it. Anyway, speaking of things like that that are weird that are happening in the future, that is kind of the things that we do. We could even do an episode on the monsters when all of it comes out so we could even compare the two. How fun would that be? All right. I guess not so much. Um, <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. All right. So you, so if you guys want to get into our stuff, you can head on over to um, why does this exist pod.com. And over there, you could see some really cool um, bonus stuff that's uh, like you, you get all of our episodes. You could also get uh, some extra articles that um, that some very nice people such as yourself, Mr. Rob and um, and our pal Tony have uh, put together. The guy who uh, goes by the name of Nasty Chicken Fucker has yet to um, he is yet to write anything for us. Um, I'm sure he will at some point in due time. Um, but yeah, Tony just, um, we, we just got an article from Tony about, um, some Japanese folk horror movies that are actually pretty neat. And I think you guys should check them out. You can also, if you want to get some bonus material that you, um, that you will be able to do so by giving us a little bit of money and donating some coin over, you can do that at patreon.com slash why does this exist? We have some extra banter. We have some uh, watch-alongs. We have some listen-alongs to uh, songs and TV shows and uh, wrestling matches and all that stuff. You can do that by heading over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash why does this exist. Um, if you want to give us a tip on anything weird or just tell us how we're doing with the show, you can do that in two places. You can do this at why does this exist show at gmail.com. Or you can head on over to YouTube and uh, you can listen to our show and you can give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, share our stuff because that would really help everything out. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down, doesn't matter, helps the algorithm. And um, you could also tell us how we're doing and what you like and uh, that would be really great. Also, if you really like it, hit the stupid bell on the YouTube videos and um, you'll, it'll let you know when we have something brand spanking new. Alrighty, you could also find us on Twitter at WDTE Pod, as in Why Does This Exist Pod. And you can like us at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Why Does This Exist Pod. You can also find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, TuneIn, Alexa, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Stitcher. And that is it. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Let's get on with the goddamn show. Conker's Bad Fur Day. This was one of the uh, last games that Rare did, if not the last game that Rare did, while one for the N64, which is probably the greatest console of all time, if I do yes. so myself. Uh, but I agree. The last game, if not one of the last games that Rare did before Microsoft bought them and just did nothing with them. I mean, yeah. it, they didn't do nothing with them. They played. They made a couple of games. For most of them were shitty. Most of them were bad. I um, mean, Cameo Elements of Power was okay. Um, I, I liked Grab by the Ghoulies. I thought that was a good one. I never played Grab by the Ghoulies. I heard it was okay. It, yeah, they were just okay. Bad. And then friggin' Benja because we nuts and bolts was an insult just, to. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, we've talked about this on the Banjo-Kazooie podcast yes. episode, but, like, my God, what an abomination. Yeah. 
Um, we talked about Rare in general a little bit on the Banjo-Kazooie podcast and kind of talked about, you know, the different games that they had released and that the N64 ones that they did were probably the best of everything they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never, I didn't play Conquer too much. Um, I, I played it a little bit and then I played the, the re-release on the Xbox, Conquer Live and Reloaded. Um, I never, but again, I never... I never owned it. I just played it like someone had brought it to like we had like a game club in school and someone had brought their Xbox in in that because it had like the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So we were just playing that. So I never really I never didn't play it in depth. Um, I I own Conker's Bad Friday on the N sixty four. I haven't beaten it actually because <laughs> um, there's like there's one part that like keeps killing me. You're like on like a um, you're on like a lava surfboard or something like that. Oh my god! It's in the dinosaur level, um, mm-hmm. and like you have to like. There's all this crazy navigation stuff, and like it's just, it's just a pain in the ass. And I can't get. I, I could never beat it, even though I did like the infinite lives cheat. I just went through like, I, I went through like seventy something lives, and I was like, you know what? I'm just not playing this game anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just such a fun game, um, and it's, it's just hilarious because. You know, he's like this little squirrel who just curses. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he's like, he, and he's just like trying to like, he's just trying to get home because he's an alcoholic. Like he's, um, he he stumbles into a freaking, he stumbles into a bar one day. He gets absolutely hammered. He, and he like, he like takes the wrong way home because he's drunk, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, um, the, uh, the ruler of the land is a giant panther, um, who he has a okay he has a stool that the leg breaks off and you know instead of just going to a hardware store just going to the forest and chopping down a tree and just or just buying a new stool like and just not maybe not going to ikea this time um he decides this squirrel would be the perfect leg for his stool so he just wants the squirrel to just like be like a servant and just stand under the stool so that he could be the the third leg, and um, and he's and like he kidnaps his girlfriend who's this like chipmunk that's like very sexualized, um, yeah, valley girl type girl and whatever, and there's like a German uh, weasel scientist that's like doing all these experiments. And all this other stuff, such as the teddies, which we explained before, they're just stuffed animals. They're stuffed teddy bears, but they are Nazis, basically. Um, <laughs> it's a weird friggin' game, and it like gets into like Matrix elements, and then there's like a xenomorph at the end that has nothing to do with anything. Sorry if you never played this game before. It just it's some wacky shit, man. Like yeah, you can't make this stuff up, and it just kind of like. It doesn't make any sense, and it's not supposed to. Like, there's, like, bees that are, like, having sex with each other. This is a wacky freaking game, man. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because, like, the it didn't start out as, like, an adult-oriented game. Um, Conquer, the character, actually first debuted in Diddy Kong Racing, and much like Banjo did, uh, was also originally a character in Diddy Kong Racing, and... Rare's whole plan was to kind of build this, like, world of, like, all these characters and, like, have them as different things. 
Um, and t- the first Conquer game was actually Conquer's Pocket Tales for the Game Boy Color, and that was like a you know it was child friendly. It wasn't like a, a ra- raunchy like adult joke kind of thing. Um, and when they were developing Conquer's Bad Fur Day, it was actually intended to be again like a, a just like a platformer like similar to Banjo Kazooie and stuff like that. Um, and it was more oriented towards children or you know family oriented. Um, and then when it was kind of like, I guess they had shown like a tech demo or something at E3, um, I believe 90, it was E3. 97. 97, and people like hated it. They were thought it was stupid because it was too childish. Um, so then uh, Rare decided to kind of go in a more adult direction with it. And, you know, they added like, you know, toilet humor and, you know, conquer curses and he's a drunk and it. You know, it, it's way, way more adult than what it was originally intended to be. Yeah, well, his his game, uh, it was called Conquer's Quest, and it was originally just presented as, like, a 3D platformer, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then later, and then later in 97, they were like, um, they, they instead said, oh, okay, he's, um, like, that was where he, like, they kind of, like, introduced him softly by putting him in Diddy Kong Racing, and then... Like, they were like, okay, here's the character, like, that we showed you earlier this year. You know, he's in this racing game. And then it went on to, like, what was going to be. And then it was renamed as Twelve Tales. Um, And then for Game Boy Color, they did Conqueror's Pocket Tales. And then Mm -hmm. they said, like, Twelve Tales ended up becoming Bad Fur Day in 2001. Yeah. But just really interesting... How that came, how like this whole like crazy game just came because they were just they just kind of rejected it mm-hmm. initially. I mean, not necessarily because I, I don't know if it was just because it was like that he was going to be another platformer in a kid's game, but it may have just they may have just had like fatigue like of like that type of platformer where they were like, oh, not like I don't need it, like we just don't want another like cute lovable character we like we want something a little bit different yeah um and and especially because the game before that um rare had made um uh i want to say jet force gemini was was the game before that that it might have been banjo tui because banjo tui came out pretty late in um the 90s as well or the early 2000s um Ninja Tui may have been 2000. Yeah. Um, yeah, Banjo Tui was 2000. So I think Jet Force Gemini was like slightly earlier than that. I think it might have been in 1999. Yeah, 99. Okay. So Banjo Tui actually came out um, before Conquer. But I mean, Conquer had been in development since Killer Instinct Gold was in development. So the, like the mid 90s. So it wasn't like they, you know, had just, like, came up with this after. And part of the reason why they made it more adult also is that they had already released Banjo-Kazooie. And that was, you know, pretty well received. And they didn't want to, like, make a game that was just another Banjo-Kazooie clone, basically. Um, yeah, it, it, also, it wouldn't have done any justice. And it was like, well, no. they just got a game just like this. Like, yeah. And also, they had... Donkey Kong Country 64, or Donkey Kong 64, which was basically the same thing, too. It was a platform, like, platforming collect items kind of thing. 
uh, right. much like Banjo Kazooie. So, you know, it, it, you know, they needed to do something a little different. And you know, Rare had some adult humor in their previous games, like Donkey Kong sixty four and Banjo Kazooie, but it wasn't as extreme as in Conker's Bad Fur Day. So they were really going for a different audience with Conker. Right. Um, so after, you know, it, when it came out, it was kind of not, it was kind of overlooked, I feel, because uh, like, like I said, I don't, I never owned it. Um, you know, I knew people that had it, but it was, it was very late in the Nintendo 64's life cycle. It came out, I believe. Also, the, it was, also it was rated M. So, like, yeah, you couldn't really it was pr- like it was a lot tougher for you and I to get a hold of this. Well, I mean, I had plenty of M-rated games back well, in the N64 days. I had Doom, Turok, you know. <laughs> oh no, my I parents. No, my parents were like, well, my mom like probably would have let it go, but my dad was just like, no, there's an M on it. You can't have it. Or like, even yeah. if it was like, even with like a T-rated game, like um, like like WWF No Mercy, mm-hmm. or like um or WrestleMania 2000 or anything, anything that had blood in it, my dad was like, you have to turn off the blood. It's like, you can't do a first, like, you can't do blood or anything. And I'm like, but there's first blood matches that I have to do in the story mode. He's like, well, then you can't play the story mode when I'm home. And I'm like, I'm done. Oh. Like, this is a man who would make us, who, who when I was playing with my action figures, he would make me sing, I'm a nice man, when I when Billy Gunn was wrestling in my action <laughs> wrestling league <laughs> that's funny yes so we couldn't say and like even even when we were doing like our like 10 year old backyard wrestling league which is just stupid and not as violent as it sounds <laughs> because we were all we were all pansies and we wouldn't actually do anything graphically violent to each other or we had the good sense depending on who you are um, mm-hmm. like I think the most violent thing that we did was hit each other with like baking pans because the, not like the hard ones. Like you go to the 99 cent store and you just buy like, you know, like one of those, uh, you just buy like the, um, the, the like the uh, aluminum foil. Containers. Yeah. Like the aluminum foil containers. Just be- the ones that were like, they would like friggin' bend if you like looked at them wrong. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the, in the wrestler, there's that scene where he's in the convenience store looking for shit just like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Cause it like, because it makes a great sound. Yeah, but and it doesn't it really doesn't hurt. hurt at all. It doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. Like it, and, and anyway, um, where was I? Oh yeah, so like, so my, my dad wouldn't let us touch anything. Like even if we mm-hmm. were done backyard wrestling and like like we um like one of my friends he had like one of those um one of those like tape recorder like microphone things with, like a cassette in it. Yeah. So like he would just like do the he would just like record the uh, the theme song from his computer onto a cassette or something like that yeah yeah and like for the billy gun theme like he made us he made a he made him record us singing i'm an ice man <laughs> <laughs> like he all kinds of like extreme like like the simpsons was banned in my the simpsons was banned and unbanned in my household on various occasions like because my because they would either say something because they would because they would either say like bitch on TV and my dad would get like really mad 
or they would say so, or they would say hell or ass or something. <laughs> was you know that was too much for an eight year old to handle or a ten year old. <laughs> We're like now, God no, like now I'm sure like you know any any ten year old on the regular is like playing cursing combat and like cursing like like a sailor. Even yeah, some sailors are run for their money. Yeah, um, or no, not my dad. <laughs> too much. Um, <laughs> if it, or even if it got sacrilegious. He like he would like that was that was enough. <laughs> That's pretty funny. My mom would say, "Why can't they watch The Simpsons?" And my dad would just like he would stand up, he would push his dinner away, and he would go, "It's sacrilege! It's sacrilege!" <laughs> oh god. Meanwhile, my dad never went to church, so like there you go. <laughs> just, like <laughs> so, he was a very int- he's a very interesting character yeah now i can watch south park with him and he's like oh this is really funny i'm like you didn't seem to think so 10 years ago <laughs> he was just trying to shield you from the evil of <laughs> of, of cursing <laughs> no he's kind of a doofus like when i was 13 i bought rob zombie past president of future it was like, speaking of rob zombie yeah and it was just like his like greatest hits collection through the yeah i, I know which, i know what you're talking about i think i've seen I, I think my uncle had it or something yeah it's pretty cool anyways yeah i bought it i went to best buy i bought it and i was like 13 so they probably shouldn't have sold it to me but like i bought it and my dad found it my dad was like listening to it and, like when i came home and i was like oh you like this and he's like and he's like do you understand what he's saying and i'm like oh god and so oh no yeah, so of course my dad interprets the lyrics literally, and I'm like, no, he, this is about horror movies. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, I can show you the movie he's talking about. It was made in like the 50s or 60s. And he's like, that's not what he's talking about. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like, he's like, you know, like specifically, he meant Living Dead Girl. And he's like, what are you th- oh, yeah. talking about? And I'm like, He's talking about the movie Living Dead Girl. And he's like, no, he's not. And I'm like, okay, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I can show you the magazine where, like, I have it in this house. I can show you the magazine. He's like, then I guess we have to find the magazine and throw that away, too. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, or, like, he would look at, like, or, like, he'd look at, like, you look at the album cover, which was just, like, a cool portrait of him. In like mm-hmm. in like acrylic and like oil paintings and other stuff, and he's like, he's like, he's he's like he's depicting himself as Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Dad, there is not a cross to be found in there. I don't know what you're talking about. That's just his face. He's like, well, he, I'm like, he, he's like, I'm like, Dad, I, just because he's a white guy with long hair and a beard, that has nothing to do with him looking like Jesus. Like <laughs> you're just reaching for straws. I'm 13 and I know that. Yeah. But this was my father, so of course we threw that out and I was grounded. But he didn't say anything about the Seven Dust CD that had a parental advisory sticker on it. <laughs> so, again, there you go. This is my father. Um, he just didn't listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, he like, he didn't even, I don't even, he like had it, it was like on the counter. He really didn't. He didn't even like notice it. He was just like, oh my God, it's Rob Zombie. I have Rob something. Zombie. That's funny. Uh, it just makes no sense. But this was my again. This is my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Ah, so Conquer's Bad Fur Day. This would uh, my, my point is Conquer's Bad Fur Day was just never going to happen in my house when I was younger. So as I got yeah. older and, of course, had my own money, it, like just, you know, having a job and not being 10 years old where you can't really get a job unless you live in certain countries. But that, <laughs> that's, that, that's another story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I and just so, bought it and it was good. And but like Conker's Bad Fur Day is actually pretty expensive, like even loose, let alone, um, let alone like complete. Yeah, I mean it's more of a rare N sixty four game because, like I was saying before, it came at the end of the life at the N sixty four's life cycle. Um, it came out in North America in March of two thousand one. And the Nintendo GameCube came out shortly after that, um, or around the same time. Um, let's see. Yeah, so the, the the Nintendo GameCube came out in November of 2001, so literally, you know, eight months later. So it didn't help. That really didn't help Conker's Bad Fur Day, and it kind of became this, like, overlooked game and and later on got like this cult following it which is why it's you know it's it's more it's rare to find now and it's a it's a desirable collector's item because people really want to play it now right um well, like the game well like the, the the retro gaming craze like has only been like really picking up steam in the last 10 years is really where yes because like, like in like 07 you could get conquered bed furting loose for like 20 bucks uh, yeah 2007 i'm looking at pricecharting.com where like now um um in april it was going for like 131 about 132 dollars now it's at uh, a flat 120 um i yeah. got it for like maybe 26 2016 or 2017 um for like around 60 bucks which was like a slight discount yeah due to um boss obivis my uh my pal johnny uh yeah like just gave me like a break on it but around that time it was like 75 to like 85 bucks now yeah. um complete it's a bit like that's just loose is 120 right now right and that's more than like a brand new game so that's like really because it's kind of a testament to the cult following of conquer and why it's so desired you know yeah, well, um, I'll I'll even put it to you this way: the manual only price is fifty five dollars. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's not even the game; that's just the manual. Box only, just the box, no manual, no game, just the box is seventy dollars. Like, that's that's pretty. That's a lot for yes. just the manual. Complete is a three hundred and thirty dollars. Wow. Right now. I wonder what's sealed in the boxes. New price? I'm glad you asked. That's $904.98. Actually not as expensive as I thought. I figured it would be in the thousands. That's um, the graded there, price. Graded, there are, okay. Graded is twenty is $2,505.30. That makes a little bit more sense. I was going to say, because um, I know like... Sealed Majora's masks have gone at auction for up to ten thousand um, dollars, depending on the version of Majora's mask. So Holy crap! Well, don't you have yeah. one of those? I do. I don't. It's not graded or anything, and I don't think it would be that much. But I could probably get a few hundred dollars if I wanted to sell it. I might get it graded just to see. You know, I don't think it's in 
that great of condition. It's definitely not in mint, um, but it might get like a you know fair or good condition. You'd probably get at least like seven. Yeah, I think. I, I think for ungraded sealed Majora's masks, uh, it was going from anywhere from four to nine hundred dollars, depending on like the condition of it and stuff. Um, and then I think, and then graded were the ones that were going for thousands of dollars, of course. Yeah. Um, and again, it was an eBay uh, auction that I had seen it on, so you know those are always kind of jacked up because people are like stupid on eBay and they're like, oh, let me just spend. You know, it's some rich guy that probably has thousands of dollars to just throw out the yeah, window probably. Um, like that um yeah and those might be the collector's editions too yeah yeah, yeah. i'm looking here it's like it's it's similar to um to to concords in like the new and graded like new, uh-huh. like um new is 870 bucks graded is yeah. um, actually more graded is uh 2618 dollars and 22 cents yeah, so that's probably going like a buy it now price. You know, auction oh, sometimes you get like a little higher because again, people are dumb and they'll just bid on shit like that yeah, and well, like drive when, it up. Well, also when you have like for like eBay stuff, like there's a lot of people who like they have their friends that are just trying to like in, that like they tell them, hey, I need you to like yeah. bid like this much. I'm trying to get that much. I'll give you a cut of this. Like there's some like it yeah happen with inflate auction. the price. Yeah, it doesn't happen with every auction, but like it does. But like every now and then, it does happen where like they just call their buddies to inflate the price. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was crazy. They just don't sell it anyway, and they just relist it like a week and a half later. Yeah. Um. So, back to conquer. Um. You know, it it kind of went under the radar, like we said. Um. And then. Nintendo moved on with the GameCube. So Rare, I actually just read, did release one more game on the GameCube. It was Star Fox Adventures. Um, and then I Microsoft never purchased that one. Was the, I never the, did either. That's the dinosaur one, right? Yes. And I think it was kind of poorly received because people were expecting a new Star Fox game, which was like, you know, a space shooter kind of like shoot 'em up game. And they got this like weird, like, thing where he's on a dinosaur planet and you could ride dinosaurs and there was puzzles and platforming and kind of some kind of like adventure elements and stuff yeah. and i think that kind of pissed people off yeah. um and i think so that like, i i think it's just I, I think it's similar to like the metallica saint anger thing where like we're like yeah if it had or like the megadeth um or like megadeth's risk not to like do a metallica megadeth comparison but yeah, this is kind of like the exact same situation. Yeah, like if it wasn't called Star Fox, it probably would have done pretty okay. Like it was not yeah. a bad game. It was just people were mad that it was not an actual Star Fox game. It was like right. an adventure game. Yeah, um, it just and, wasn't the Star Fox game they wanted. Right, and I think that kind of like was part of the driving force of of Nintendo, or like kind of giving up Rare to Microsoft and letting Microsoft purchase them. Um, and then Microsoft did a couple things. They released Grab by the Ghoulies, like which we mentioned before that you would liked. I never really played it, um, but I heard it was okay. Um, and yeah, then it wasn't special, but it was like, but it was all right. Like it, right? Um, like it felt like a rare game to me. Right. It just um, people instead of animals, but I thought that it was all right. And then in two thousand five, Microsoft 
uh, remade Conker's Bad Fur Day as Conker Live and Reloaded for the Xbox, the original Xbox. And it was, they've kind of like, you know, the storyline was basically the same. They made, obviously, graphical improvements to it. But what they really kind of like expanded on was the multiplayer. (laughs) And they made it like way more Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. In depth. Um, it was also like an Xbox Live game. It was one of like the the, the early Xbox Live games, um, so you could go on and play, you know, multiplayer online. And it kind of was almost like a like a uh, 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 what's that game? Uh, uh, like a Wolfenstein Enemy Territory kind of feel, where like it was like the Nazi, you know, the Teddies were the Nazis, and then the squirrels were the you know Americans. And you had, like, the D-Day invasion level and stuff like that. And it was kind of like you had different classes. And it was like, you were, you know, it was it was similar to uh, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, where it was a World War II shooter multiplayer where you had different classes. And there was capture the flag, deathmatch, and objectives and all that kind of thing. Um, and that was kind of, I think, be- like a little bit more rece- well-received. I think people kind of, like, <laughs> um, more people kind of played that one. Uh, because it was out and it was like better graphics and stuff like that. Um, it did not, it got kind of like a lukewarm reception. Some critics gave it be- uh, decent reviews, some critics gave it bad reviews. Um, I remember playing this one. Uh, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or before. I, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> that we had like a, a game club in, in, in school and someone had brought in their Xbox and we played the multiplayer of this, so. Hmm. Didn't they um they censored the cursing too? Yeah, um there was some censorship in the Xbox version which kind of pissed off some of the original fans a little bit. Yeah. Um I mean like you like like they like I think they had just like put sound effects in where the curse words were going to be because they I think they thought that it would be funnier that way. Yeah, but it, everyone was just like, "Why the hell did they do this?" Well, especially because it was on the Xbox, which was always kind of like the more mature console. You know, it was kind of billed as that. 
Right. You know, it had more serious racing games like Forza and, you know, Halo, which was like a kind of like a serious like shooter game that was obviously immature and stuff like that rated game. Is Live so I think that kind of rated um was Live is Live and Reloaded rated T or M? No, it was rated M, which is oh, even like kind of like throws like more. Sense. Exactly. So it, that it was kind of a strange thing and um I think it was Microsoft's doing. Yeah, they just tweaked it to tweak it. Yeah. Um which I I guess kind of makes a little bit of sense that they would want to kind of like cuz it's you know, it's Microsoft, they're a serious company, you know, and they they don't want to like detract from themselves by having this like raunchy game on their their platform, their their flagship console. Hmm. But, you know, uh, and then pretty much after that, there was nothing. Conquer was, that was it, you know. Uh, there was, I believe, there was a, 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 a young Conquer from Microsoft HoloLens, but I don't know if that ever, what even the HoloLens was. Um, this is just going off of Wikipedia, basically. There's not even a, an article for, for young Conquer. Um. He was also apparently a character in Project Spark, um, which was another. Ba, 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 ba. Apparently, the project was a, the game was abandoned in 2015, though, so that never really went anywhere either. Um, The other thing that made this different was um, from, like, other Rare games. I mean, I guess a lot of platformers in general was uh, was the voice acting, because they didn't really do a yes. lot of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's actually true, because, you know, Banjo-Kazooie had, a, you know, the, the voices would just kind of make, like, these, like, you know, like, these, like, sounds. Um and 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 same thing with uh, Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong sixty four I should say, um, you know it was like really just sounds. It wasn't really actual voice. I don't think. If I don't, I don't remember it, hundred percent. I know the monkeys obviously all kind of just made like monkey noises. Yeah. But I don't know if King K rule talked. I don't. I don't really remember. Um. I think he did, but I don't remember. I'd have to play Donkey Kong 64 again. It's been a long time. Yeah. That was a good game. I do remember that being a really yeah, good that, one. I love that freaking game. I actually just got my, uh, my my N64 fixed a couple of weeks ago. Again, nice. nice. and Johnny. Um, so, like, I plugged in my N64, and, like, I was playing No Mercy the other day, and I was just like, this is so ridiculous. I miss, I, I, I didn't realize I missed this so much. Like, I yeah. want to cry. I, I'm really hoping that uh, there's been rumors that Nintendo might do a, a you know, a Nintendo 64 mini like they did with the NES and Super Nintendo. They have with If they don't do it, they're leaving so much money on the table. I, I I really don't understand. Like Nintendo has kind of like forsaken the N sixty four. Like they've like re released so many Super Nintendo <laughs> and NES games, but like 
they've kind of like like there hasn't been like an N sixty four release really, except like they had the virtual console on the Wii where you could buy N sixty four games, but it was kind of limited. Yeah. Um. So it would be great to have that. Like, the only problem would be trying to get like I think some of the old IPs. Like, obviously, they wouldn't be able to do Goldeneye or Perfect Dark, mm. um, which were classic N sixty four games. So. You know, it would, it would be hard. You know, they would have to, like, talk to Microsoft, I guess, and see if they can get some the rights to that stuff for, for like, an N64 classic. I mean, we'll have to see. I, do, do you even do you think Conqueror's Bad Fur Day would even make it to, an N6, to, like, an N64 Mini or something like that? Well, again, that would all be dependent on if Nintendo would be able to get the... Because Conquer is owned by Rare... No, 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 I understand that, but I mean, like, in general, do you think, like, let's just say that they could, let's just say that every, that, that, like, they, like, it's a perfect world, and they were able to, like, and they were able to, like, get the rights to do it, do you think they would do it at all? Like, do you think they would even bother to put Conquered's? I don't think if they would put Conquered, I think, if anything, they would put, like, Banjo-Kazooie and, you know, maybe Goldeneye or Perfect Dark. Um, yeah. Because they were like more popular rare games, I don't think Conquer would be popular enough to be included on that. You know? Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, it would be cool if they did, and and you know, Microsoft has done like the rare replay where they, you know, it was like they released it for Xbox One, and it was like a whole bunch of the old rare games, and they had Conquer's Bad Fur Day on there, they had Banjo Kazooie on there, Perfect yeah. Dark. Um, so, you know, they, they have, like, re-released it, um, but it would be nice to get, like, you know, like, an actual, like, Nintendo 64 version of it again, you know? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, like, they, they did, like, a kind of, well, like, they were trying to do a sequel at one point, um, so, like, they, 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 like, right after they released Bad Fur Day, like, Rare started developing a, um, a direct sequel, which, like, mm-hmm. of course, this didn't happen because Rare was purchased by Microsoft, and Microsoft was just not in the mood. They were just not interested, and they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Even though they, like, I'm, I wonder if they just did live and reload it just to, like, see if they, just to see if it was even worth exploring. That's the waters a little bit. It could have been. That, like, that's that's the only thing that makes sense to me as to why they would even have bothered doing that in the first place. Um, yeah. I mean, it also could have just been, like, okay, we have this property and we haven't really done anything with it, so, like, what's the easiest way to, like, do something with the with the IP? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be one of... It could be a few things, but um, I, I'm, I'm wondering now if they were just doing that to test the waters, but... Um, they they were gonna start another game and like I guess like the working title was just Conquer's Other Bad Day, like which probably was not gonna be the final title. Um, probably not. That makes no sense. Or just Bad Fur Day too, or just some, I don't know. Um, but the um, apparently the game was gonna have like like okay so spoiler Conquer becomes king through reasons and like his girlfriend inadvertently gets like murdered because they do like a bank heist and there's aliens and there's all this other stuff it's it just gets out of control and like when he becomes king he like asks like he ends up just ha- he ends up breaking the fourth wall and talking to um to the programmers of the game 
and he's like, yo, can, uh, they're like, oh, hey, he's like trying to negotiate, like, how to finish the game, because they're like, yeah, we like ran out of a budget, so we're just like not, we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he just decide. I think, what is it? I think he like decides that he's, that he wants to be king or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, um, yeah, I, th- I think he decides, okay, fine, well, I guess I'll just be king then, and then, yeah. um, and, like, he's negotiating with them, and he's like, he's like, yo, you got- oh, that's what it is, uh, the game freezes, and they're like, and, um, like, the game freezes, and he's like, you guys didn't test the game, like, there's, like, a glitch, and he, like, asks the programmers, and they give, they give him a katana, and they, uh, and they, like, bring him back to, like, the uh, to the throne room where he kills the alien and he's like the new king, and then mm-hmm. king he's like, oh crap, I should have brought my girlfriend back to life. And I was talking to the programmers and he's like, yo, can you do this? And the programmers are like, they just like left. <laughs> so he's just like stuck in whatever like world they've like left him in. Mm-hmm. So he just like gives you know, so he just like the 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 game has like references to Clockwork Orange in the beginning and the end. Which I think yeah. is hilarious, um, and it, he's you know he gives his monologue and, he, and like he's you know back at the bar and whatever, uh, just getting mm-hmm. hammered because it's just like a sad ending. Um, but they were working on other, but like in the sequel, he was going to um, it was just going to be like how he's like a shitty king basically, mm-hmm. and they were apparently going to. Um, Apparently just going to like, he was just like, basically he was just like Charlie Sheen. If he were King, he just like, <laughs> it's all like, he just spends all the money on like beer parties and hookers. And then he just like thrown into prison. So they're just like, and they're like, and they're like threatening to like execute him. And like the game would just start with him, like escaping from the <laughs> highest tower. But then like, which this sounds freaking great. But then Microsoft bought it and they didn't want to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, which is too bad. Like, it would have been it is. good. But Yeah. I, you know, Cocker was really one of those, like, hidden gems that, like, not a lot of people had. Like, you, like nobody had. You would have to go to your you – you have a friend that would have it, but, like, you didn't have it. You know, it was, like, that weird thing. Um, so it was, like, you know, it really got overlooked. And it was, like, again, this was, like, Rare's, like, best time. It was, like, really, like, they had, like, nothing but good games. Um, And, you know, like, this was one of them. Like, it was just, like, this cool little, like, platformer with, like, raunchy humor. And it was a little bit of a different thing, you know, than what they had done previously because it was more adult-oriented. So it was, like, kind of, like, you know, it was something new for them. Um, and not to say that they hadn't done adult-oriented games, like, you know, Killer Instinct is, like, an adult game. Um, but this was, like, an adult humor game, using, like, their cute, fuzzy little animal characters. Yeah, which only makes it it funnier. Right. Um, like, I mean, they also tried to do other things, like, there was another game that, like, Microsoft Rare, like, was, like, started to work on after Live and Reloaded, because they wanted to focus more on the multiplayer aspect. Um, and it was going to be just called Conquer Get Medieval, but it wasn't going to feature Conquer as like a main character. He was just going to like be in it, I guess. But they wanted to focus. They wanted to like just pick other characters for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like, like 
we've said this before and like um that like when Microsoft bought Rare, they really just did not know what to do with it, and they just like ran it into the ground and made it like totally yeah. worthless. We're like, even- I, well, they pretty much fired the original development team and put their own people in. So I think that's part of the problem. Like a lot of the, you know, they didn't have the original development team, and they actually like we. I think we touched on this in the Banjo Kazooie episode. They went on to to make their own thing called Platonic Games, which is what you know they released Ukulele. Right. Um, so maybe we'll get like something similar from Platonic with Conquer, you know, like a you know kind of like not like a sequel, but like something that's kind of like a spiritual sequel, like Ukulele was to to Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, you know, that mean, would be. I wonder cool. if they. I wonder if they would just be able to like. I wonder if Microsoft would just give them the rights to the Conquer character since they're not doing anything with them. Like, I wonder if it would. Like, I mean, I'm sure it'd be expensive anyway, but like, I wonder if it would be cheaper than like we'd think i mean microsoft has been a little bit looser with some of their ips lately like they they allowed you know banjo kazooie is a character in smash and smash brothers it was a dlc character um so that's you know kind of cool like but you know that's nintendo you know they so that's a way bigger company than platonic games so i don't know if they you know that would be kind of hard to say if they'd be able to get the rights Right, like I mean, I just because like because like just the rights alone might just cost the entire company. Where like Nintendo, it's just like chump change to them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like they didn't really know what to do with it, and then like like you said, um, there was the Project Spark game, which I don't really know what I don't really know what Project Spark was. Or it was like it was some kind of like sandbox game that had like. <clears throat> old rare characters in it, but then it was like really kind of abandoned by Microsoft, much like you know everything that they did rare wise, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah, because like they they brought him back in like a campaign called like Conquer's Big Reunion, and it was like ten years after Bad Fur Day. Mm-hmm. Um, they just like they just did like the first episode. They only released the first episode of the campaign, and they like just canceled all the other ones. Yeah, it, it's really annoying because. Like Microsoft now owns all of these IPs and they don't do anything with them, and it's like why? Like people want would play them. Like you know, if if they made like a good new Perfect Dark game, people would play it. If if they re-released Jet Force Gemini, like remastered it, people would play it and buy it. But they don't do anything with it. They just sit on these IPs and don't let anybody else use them. And then like it sucks. Like because then we don't get any of it. You know. Right. Well, that that's the thing that kills me is like when a big company buys something just for the sake of killing it. Right. Like there's no like I just I'll, I'll never understand that. Like I've and it, like it's very common in the video game world. Unfortunately, uh, EA was notorious in, for doing this. It's very common in like just corporate America in general, and probably well, yeah, all over the world. Like you just buy, like you just buy your competitor just so that like you could like just so that it ceases to exist. Like, mm-hmm. nothing that you're doing with it, you're not integrating it into your systems, you just buy it, and then you're like, okay, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, and we lose out on a lot of cool stuff because of it, but, you know, that's fucking... That's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess, right? <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. I don't know why I'm doing it like Richard Nixon, but like <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense. <laughs> I blame Richard Nixon. Uh, yeah, for why not? Conquer's bad fur day not being available. 
He's dead. He's not gonna freaking be able to defend himself. So. <laughs> no, they didn't even get to. He didn't even get the uh, the head in the jar treatment. <laughs> he didn't get the Walt Disney special. Oh well, as far as we know, you never know. Maybe they do have maybe his head he in the did, jar. Maybe they do, but I mean, how much? Like he got caught. That probably that's probably what blew the deal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, we were gonna put your head in the jar, but you were." You did this scummy shit, so now we're just gonna let you rot in the ground. No, it has nothing to do with him doing it. They were just like, you made it, like you goofed and you got caught, you idiot. Now we like, yeah. Now forget it. You go, you you go on the ground and you stay there. You exposed regular government procedures. <laughs> you think about what you did. <laughs> so, uh, I guess any final words on Conquer? I do actually. Uh, I, I we cannot we cannot say anything about Conquer's Bad Fur Day, and I wanted to save this at the for the end on purpose. We can't talk about Conquer's Bad Fur Day without talking about the most inappropriate boss battle of all time: the Great Mighty Pooh. Of course, you fight a giant pile of shit yep. throws his shit at you and he is an opera singer and th- his teeth are corn yeah it's one of the most gross freaking boss battles ever in the it probably is the most gross the grossest boss boss battle ever in a video game yes it's just so damn funny uh, <clears throat> I I'm I think before we end this show I I am going to, um, I think we need to, I think we need to take a gander at the great mighty Pooh and, and, and just bask in the glory that is his theme song. Yeah. Alrighty, let me just share my screen with you real quick. Hopefully it actually works today. <laughs> yeah, I hope it does. Uh, no, not that one. Don't share that screen, you idiots. Let's see. No, that's not that. Maybe it's this one. It's not loading. Is it here? No, it's not loading at all. Mike, <clears throat> it's the video's not loading, but I can hear it. I, I'm not playing anything. Oh. No, you can't. Good botch. Good botch. Well, I can hear. Like myself, so I'm, I hear your computer audio. Okay, so let me see. Can you hear that? No. Did you hear that noise? Okay, damn it. Ah, here we go. Did you see this now? Yeah. Okay. Problem with with Discord, I think it's been they've Did you had hear that. Did you hear that? No. Okay, I'm gonna. I just share the link and I'll just watch it myself. All right. Alright, it's in the link thing. Okay. 
All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. Let me stop sharing. Oh, is it stop streaming then? Am I technically streaming? Is that what this is? You could stop streaming because like, I'm just going to watch it on my yeah. own thing. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Uh oh. I love the Matrix reference, like how he's dressed up as Neo, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The corn is just screaming. In agony. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. Oh, no. A huge supply of fish comes from my chocolate starfish. Oh, God. How about some scat, you little twat? Do you really think you'll survive in here? You don't seem to know which creek you're in. Oh, no. Sweet corn is the only thing that makes it through my rear. How do you think I keep this lovely grin? Oh, God. Now I'm really getting rather mad. You're like a niggly, tickly, shitty little tag nut. Oh, God. When I've knocked you out with all my bab, I'm going to take your head and ram it off my butt. Your butt. My butt. Your butt. That's right, my butt. <laughs> my butt. My butt. <laughs> ah, you cursed squirrel. Look what you've done. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Oh, what a world. What a world. Who would have thought a good little squirrel like you could destroy my beautiful flagginess? Oh, I'm going. Oh, ah, oh, no. <laughs> now that's what I call a bowel movement. <laughs> Don't you beat him by throwing toilet paper at him as well? Yes. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, you have to run around like throwing toilet paper at him as he's like warming up or like singing, and then you and then like that's why the cuts are funny on that video because um, yeah, because like like as he gets angrier the song starts getting a little faster and then it like crescendos and then there you go you like flush him down the toilet basically because there's just so much like you just have to get the toilet paper it's it's mm -hmm. bad <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's a piece of shit that's that's it is <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, that's all that, that, that that's all that I can say about this game I don't think that there's anything else that I need to talk about <laughs> Um, yeah, there's not much more you can. It's a fun game. I wish that they would. I wish that they would have made a sequel to it. Uh -huh. Um, it makes like I might want to just like start this game from the beginning and just like try to beat it. Um, I mean, it's a senseless collectathon. There's no real like reward for like getting a hundred percent. I don't think, but it's a it's a fun game with like a cur with like a little squirrel who's just running around cursing and yeah. drunk. It's just it's just funny. It's not for kids, but it's friggin' hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was... It is a collect-a-thon, much like other rare platformer games, but you know what? That was, like, a time when video games were just about having fun. It wasn't about, like, making achievements or, like, getting, like, like you know, 
oh, like, oh, I got 100%, so I unlocked, like, this cool stuff. Like, it was, like, you know, it was just there to be have fun. Like, yeah, you could collect everything, and you didn't have to to win, though, like, you know? So it, it, was, it was just, I don't know. It, it was a different time for video games, I guess. Yeah, but a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We got spoiled on like a, on like a really great era. Yeah, with the Nintendo sixty four. Yes, we did. I actually tricked my parents into getting me a Nintendo sixty four. Did I ever tell you the story? No. Okay, so, um, so the N sixty four had come out like Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And my birthday had already passed, and I didn't get the N sixty four, just because it was like I guess so expensive at the time. So, right. so my dad's birthday is coming around Fourth of July, and I don't want to wait for Christmas because my because um, my, my my friend Fred, uh, my neighbor, he had gotten the Nintendo sixty four for his birthday in January, mm-hmm. and my friend Lewis knew that he was getting the N64 for his birthday. Both of them were only children. I have a brother and sister. And mm-hmm. I was trying to, and like, we wanted the N64, but we knew we were going to have to wait until Christmas because there was nothing else coming at this point in time. Right. And my mom goes up to me one day and she goes, what does your father want for his birthday? And I was like, you know, he really wants the Nintendo 64. she got it for him yeah my mom's like really like he wants the he wants the nintendo 64 and i was like yeah he keeps talking about it i don't know and she's like okay like really like all right i was like she's like do you know what games he wants i'm like he wants donkey kong 64 and you have to get the and you have to get the um the expansion pack Mm -hmm. like i do not, not realizing that like why would my dad know all of these minute details about the console? <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Who hasn't played, who does not play video games at all? Yeah. Like, if anything, he's the one who's trying to pry the video games away from me every friggin' day that he can because yeah. I'm glued to the stupid TV. So, but for whatever reason, my mom, like, listens to me and there's, like, a bit in, like, my dad, you know, Sure enough, it's his birthday. We get like he's opening his presents, and my dad's looking at the Nintendo sixty four, and he's like, "She's like, well," and he's like, "It's a Nintendo sixty <laughs> four," and she's like, "Yeah, why? Like, is this what you wanted?" And he's like, "I don't even know what this is." <laughs> and the next thing you know, and like they turn and they and they turn around. And there's me opening the freaking, uh, opening the, <laughs> the 64 box, taking the console out, <laughs> setting it up and plugging it in while my parents are just like dumbfounded. <laughs> they probably just were like at that point, well, you might as well just let him have it. He freaking came up with this plan and like. No, that's what that's, that's so exactly, crafty. That's <laughs> exactly what happened. They just looked at each other and they're like, well. We were going to get it for him at, uh, anyway. Yeah. Like, we were like, screw it. We just won't. This is one less Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then my dad, like, just and, like later that, and like, my parents weren't, the funny thing is my parents weren't even mad about it. Yeah. You'd think that they would be furious because they spent God knows how much money it was at the time. Right. It, 
Like, but they were just like, but I think because the three of us, like, like as kids, like the three kids were all happy. It was something else for us to do that. They, mm-hmm. There's no way we could be mad. Yeah. Like you could set up four controllers for this. There's like, we have three kids. This is fine. We yeah. Buy it for them anyway. So like it, it it's okay. Yeah. But I know, but like later that night, I remember them. I remember like my dad just like, but my dad just like is watching me play the game and he just bursts out laughing. And he's like, he's like, because <laughs> he's, he's just like, can't believe that. And he's like, and he like looks over at my mom and my mom's like, what? And he's like, he's like, you really believed our, you really would believe our son telling you that I was in a video game console? He's seven years old. And he's the one who hasn't stopped talking about this thing ever since Freddie got it. Uh, that's just hilarious. It's priceless. No, it is. It's like, like my mom was just like, I really like, I've been so busy that I just did not have any time to like put two and two together. <laughs> so, I mean, so like we laughed about it then. We laugh about it even harder now. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but that's, I, that's just, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. That's the ball game. It's uh, a great story. <laughs> yeah, so we'll leave you. We'll, we'll leave you there, folks, in um, digital media device land. Yeah, this has been. Why does this exist? I'm Chris. I'm Rob. Thank you for. Well, thank you for checking us out, everybody. We really appreciate you. Check us out on all those different places that we told you before. I'm too tired. It's eleven. Pretty much four at night. Anywhere Good. podcasts are found, pretty much. Exactly. Remember, everybody, question everything. Night. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.